Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Love is. It is that time of the year again that we celebrate love. Here in the United States, it is estimated that as much as $6 billion will be spent in the celebration of Valentine's Day. Some folks have been planning for weeks all to impress the one they love. People go out of their way to buy roses and make reservations at fancy restaurants and shop for expensive and colorful clothes for this special day. The magic of love fills our hearts and we come alive for this one day and then life is brought back to normal the day after. Well, that is what we're talking about today. Somehow, there is an invisible force that is activated right after Christmas Day. Stores roll out red and white merchandise. It is all about love. Some folks look forward to the surprise, and while some are elated at the grand efforts made to impress, others are disappointed that it did not go as expected. And still there are others who have no clue as to what is going on. Why all these red? Red clothes, red clothes. Roses, red decorations, the whole town is painted in red. Is it real? Do we really make a lasting impression by the celebration of love on this one day of the year? I suspect it is a show, and a very good show as well. If I send a large bouquet for someone, they interpret that as love. The larger the number of roses, the greater the message of love. Or so we think. And if he takes you out to the nicest restaurant and rolls out top dollars for the finest meal and wine, then surely he must love you. But how much of that is real? Should we measure love by the actions and efforts for one day? How real is that love? I want to suggest that love is real. Love, my friend, is real, and when you see love, you will know love because love cannot be concealed. Love is as real as the air we breathe. It is powerful. There is no substitute that could ever take the place of real love. So let us learn love. I want to start at the very beginning and end of love. God is love. You heard me. God is love. God is the author of love because he is love. The very fact that you and I are here on planet Earth is proof that God is love. The remarkable thing about God is that we are not able to fully grasp his love. It amazes me how God, who is love, loves us the way he does. If we want to know love, if we want to experience love, if we want to show love, then we need to know God. But don't take my word for it. Let us meet the definition of love. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 4. Love is more than kind and elaborate gestures. Anybody can participate in the feeding of the homeless. Anyone can be on stage and entertain with superior skills and make us happy. 
But if your efforts are not influenced by love, then your best efforts amount to nothing. Not every preacher or religious leader is doing the love thing. Well, how can you say that, Clyde? Simple. Love defines itself. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8 Choose any one of those many characteristics of love and test yourself. How well do you do? When I abuse my spouse, is that love? Okay, that is too obvious. Recently, I heard a mother of one son state categorically that she doesn't date casually because she has a son and she will not give her son reason to say that her mother had many boyfriends. That, my friend, is protection. That is love. I could recite the meaning of love as the text says, but there are two lines two lines that just makes me feel vulnerable. The first line that floors me is the one that says, love is patient, love is kind. I, 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 can't, I can't get past that. But the second one is the last line of the text I quoted, love never fails. Man, those two lines and everything in between just bring me to my knees. If we are honest, many of us fail many times to show love that is patient. We fuss and fight, and when we don't have our own ways in a relationship, we claim that we love each other nonetheless. We tear down each other and throw hurtful words at each other when we don't have things going our way. Patience is for the birds or those who live in a monastery. We want what we want, and we want it now, and yes, I love you, but don't keep me waiting, and certainly do not upset me. How is love kind? True love tells me to give generously, give sincerely, give with no ulterior motives. Do not give expecting something in return. That ain't love, my friend. That is commerce, the exchange of one thing for another. Real kindness is what Jesus said, that you show kindness to your enemies. No, sir, not me. Love those who do not love me. <laughs> love my, your ex-wife. Love the drunk driver who killed your only child. <laughs> You're crazy. And how about love the landlord who just evicted you and caused you to be bouncing from place to place because you could not pay the exorbitant rent? I challenge you. No, I invite you to go back to God and ask him to teach you to love like he loves. Ask him to give you the love that does not fail. Ask him to empower you to love. I suggest to you that you accept him into your life because he is love. When Jesus comes into your life, love comes and resides in you. God is not about the show because God is 
love.